Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quests, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm, as always, Alex, and I'm joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hey, Alex. I was texting back our old friend, Scory. Um, he's doing well. Um, and, yeah, we're, we're here for Stardom Quest. I am here with my cookie and my monster for once. Oh, it's God. been a while, but... But I am. It's it's a papaya flavored monster, which is interesting. Um, so last night I realized something that I, I kind of need to address. Um, a lot of my criticisms of Starlight Kid have been because of her uh, love to talk. Um, she does not stop talking. And when she talks, she always uses this certain inflection that just annoys me. And I realized when like we were cracking jokes on Twitter about it, that I think the reason why I'm starting to dislike Starlight Kid it's because I'm just like Starlight Kid. And that concerns me. My self-hatred knows no bounds. To the point where I relate to a wrestler so much that I absolutely fucking despise her. <laughs> so that's where we're at. Um, shout out Starlight Kid. But shout out to Azumi a little bit more. Because that's that's the real one right there. Have you ever watched that? Gar- Have you seen that Garfield episode? Or that Garfield video? About like uh, like the like deep twisted thing about Garfield? I'm sure you haven't. No. It's it. You should watch. I'll send you a link. But the okay. conclusion is that everybody wants to be Garfield, but everybody actually is John Arbuckle, and it like life is just a pursuit of being more like Garfield. Um, and I think that's how I am with Starlight Kid and Azumi. I want to be Azumi, but in reality. I want to be like funny and like you know like uh, charming and enjoyable and just overall great and cool. But in reality, I'm Starlight Kid. But nobody likes me, so I also don't have the one redeeming factor of Starlight Kid. I'm having a mental crisis. I don't know if you could tell, but uh, yeah. So that's where I'm at. Starlight Kid is just like John Arbuckle, and she's just like Kyoko Inoue. So let's move on. Kyoko <laughs> What? No, I watched. I no, I watched the Kyoko Inoue match the other day, and I was like, damn. I feel the exact same way I feel about this as I do about Starlight Kid matches. Okay. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense now. Like, young Kyoko Noe. Over time, she got better. But, yeah, that, that's, that's, I realize that's how I feel. Let's move on. 
I I have no idea. Um, speaking of Starlight Kid, <laughs> today Stardom had Stardom had their New Blood One press conference. Uh, everybody was really excited to see what amazing, amazing surprises Stardom would pull out of the bag for for New Blood One. And then they had a ten minute press conference and only announced three of the matches. So, uh, well, technically they announced two and a half matches. So, what we got today about New Blood One is that um, Lady C is teaming with Saya Kamatani to take on. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. All I remember is that it's an all-stardom match. And it makes no. Oh, it's Mai and Mirai. Aha! Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, so Mai Sakurai and Mirai. New and blood. Yeah. Later. Um, the other match is kind of where things get slightly interesting. It's Unagi Sayaka and Waka Skiyama versus Maria and Ai Hozan from Marvelous. Um, they're two people that we thought would be on the show when we originally talked about a lineup, and then. It was also announced that Starlight Kid and Haruka Umasaki would be on the show. Uh, Starlight Kid was like, how are you going to do this press conference and only announce two matches? What the fuck is that about, Rossi? So Kid challenged Umasaki to a match, but it's a tag match. And uh, partners weren't revealed, so they have agreed to the match. The match is official. It's Starlight Kid and X versus Haruka Umasaki and X. Now, Starlight Kid's partner is Raka, I think. Uh, Stardom messed up and put Raka there instead of an X the first time. So They probably should just put Raka in there. I mean, she should have you a spot can, in the card. Yeah, you can just announce Raka. I don't think you need that as a surprise. Um, the interesting bit is obviously Haruka and what who her partner is going to be. Um, obviously, people have kind of jumped to... Uh, she's obviously tag champion in Diana with with Miyuki Takase. They're they're a tag team. Luminous, uh, Love luminous them. indeed. Uh, I, I I don't think we're gonna get luminous because yeah, no, we definitely were, not. <laughs> if we were getting luminous, they would have announced luminous. They would have been like, "Hey, we want to sell seven hundred tickets to the show. You're gonna see Miyuki Takase on it, and she's gonna wrestle Starlight Kid. That would be yeah. the selling point." For for people who for people who aren't like in tune with with outside of Starm Joshi. Um I don't think it's unfair to say that outside of like the like legends, I think Takase might be one of the biggest draws in like non you know, stardom TJPW in like indie Joshi wrestling. Um draw might be a bit of a stretch, but still she's just she's like one of the top dogs. She's great. Obviously. She's insane. She's yeah, literally she's one great. of my favorite wrestlers in the world right now. Um especially with Mio out, she's just absurdly great. Um, so they probably would have announced her and they also probably wouldn't have put her on the rookie showcase show as her, you know, on, as her debut thing. I mean, I doubt that she's staying there long term or anything, but you get what I mean. Yeah, no, I just, I feel like if it was her, they would have announced Takase. Like she isn't a huge name, but she is a former actress girls champion. She has history with Himeka. She's fairly well known. Like uh, you would have announced her instead of Umasaki. You know, like yes. no doubt, Takase is a bigger name than somebody from Diana. So, um, my guess is probably that it's just Madeline that will team with with Haruka, which is fine. Yeah, but you know, just 
I don't think it's luminous. People are getting the hopes up. I wouldn't get my hopes up just yet. I don't think that's the kind of show we're gonna get. But you know, it's it's cool that uh, we're gonna get Haruka on the show, and obviously it's cool to see the marvelous uh, duo on there. So be interesting to see kind of what else is announced for the show. It's kind of disappointing that they didn't announce a lot today, but uh, I, I guess they want to do a slow build up, or maybe they just haven't got everything in place yet. Yeah, I mean, like this is this is Stardom's first. I don't know if it's like first, first, first attempt at like a massive, uh, not massive, but multiple different companies in one show. Not first attempt, but you get what I mean. Uh, so I can definitely understand why it's harder to iron out than say, "Hey, Chig, hey, Tagumi, you want to want to send a couple people over? Cool. Hey, Kyoko, remember when we did you that favor a couple years ago? Can you? Yeah, cool. So I imagine there's there's more. Uh, politicking involved in the next couple ones, unless they just don't have next couple ones, and it's just like Rina versus Hina, which I'd no, actually they, be excited they, for. They I did say Hina. that there was four or five groups involved, so I mean, okay. there will then, be yeah. at least one yeah. or two more. Then yeah, I, I imagine that it's just a matter of trying to iron things out with uh, different companies, because Joshi Wrestling is a bit of a war zone at times. It's a passive-aggressive war zone, I've noticed. <laughs> yes, very much so. Like it, it, it might just be Tomoka Inaba and Sendai doesn't want her announced for the Stardom show before she challenges for their junior belt. Like it could be something really silly like that, but it's it, gonna be you know, the, these companies involved would definitely pull that shit. So um, we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, we're off to a promising start, I guess, with New Blood. It's uh, it's you know nice to see them working with other people and. Uh, yeah. Cool to see her. That first match is oh. is wild though. Like it's it's like the most house show basic match you could possibly make. Which yes, I, like I mean, that is a match we will see like, you know, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> at some point. I'm surprised it's not on one of these shows coming up. <laughs> yeah. At some point in Takeoka or whatever, this this is a match that will happen. So um yeah. yeah. Uh that was New Blood. Um I thought there would be more to it, but thankfully not, because there's enough to talk about today as there as is. Um, what we do have to talk about is that on Friday, Stardom is revealing the mystery woman. They have a press conference Ooh. for the mystery lady. Um, there was a few more hints dropped in a video of Momokogo blabbing it to Mayu. <laughs> it was very funny. Mayu was like, oh, hey, like, how, how's things going with, with uh, Hazuki? Um, uh, who is it? Tell me who it is. Tell me. Tell me the secret. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Rossi caught them all in the act and was like, I don't care anymore. On Friday, there's a press conference. I'm going to let the world know. And uh, they got Mayu to say Sumo Hall again. And in typical Mayu fashion, she messed it up. And it was great. Oh my god, they almost busted out laughing. It was hilarious. <laughs> like you could see, you could see Komomo inside, just like their face just scrunch up. Like, don't Kogo didn't even make laugh. a great attempt. Like, Kogo yeah, was. No. She was gone. So the concern here is the way that Mayu reacted. Me and Scott talked about this. Is the way that Mayu reacted, it's not the way she would react if it was Kyrie. However, uh, somebody else mentioned the fact that Mayu is is an enigma. And she could re she could react like oh really to her mother being present like you like it, well, like at this point maybe not her mother yeah. that's a different story but see you go maybe. the best theory is that uh, Mayu doesn't know who Kyrie Sane is she <laughs> knows Kyrie Hojo but doesn't know Kyrie Sane 
And yes, that would yes. be quite entertaining. Um, yeah, th there's some doubt creeping in uh, to a lot of people that it isn't Kyrie, and I would just like to say that from day one, I told you also. Um, I don't know who else it could be, though. Like, I mean, I mean like I made the joke that it's Hiromi, Hiromi Miyamura, which I'd be cool with, but yeah, imagine most people wouldn't be. <laughs> no, definitely not. I mean, the the clues we have to go off is that Unagi didn't know them. Um. Yokobita did know them. Is you mean Fuka, right? Was it? Oh yeah, it was Fuka. Yeah, Fuka. I I, I get so, them because I just hear yeah. about their blogs and you know. Okay. So Fuka yeah. has been informed of it. Uh, Unagi doesn't know them. They have some resemblance to Natsupoi, and Relatively. Saya Saya knows of them. In a way. Um, and Mayu is surprised by who it is. So, um... This is like fucking Clue, man. <laughs> I mean, the, the leading theories is that it is Seorianu, um, or I've seen Tehanma thrown around as well. She left Actress Girls there at the end of December. Well, pr like, pretty much everybody did. Um, so, yeah, it's it's... There's this doubt creeping in about whether it's Kyrie or not. I don't know if you would announce some of these people in this big manner, but they did give yeah, I... Tekla a months long mystery storyline. So with with the with way. the Momo mask, Alex, yeah. the Momo mask. Uh, I I feel like the English subtitles are making me feel because I know as somebody who's been a Star fan for for multiple years now, I know that when they don't have to subtitle something, they're not gonna subtitle it. Because they don't give a fuck. So the fact that they had to subtitle these makes it feel like it's important. But also, they are mean. And they will make sure that you get your hopes up for nothing. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I'm a bit skeptical about, about Kyrie now. You and, and most we will people. See. Yeah, we will, uh, see. we will know Friday. Uh, we are planning to, to record on Friday to talk about it. I don't know whether that'll happen. Obviously, if it's just some random person, we're not going to do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not hopping on to talk for an hour about Tehanma. No offense to Tehanma. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could not... fill an hour of time just no. talking about Tehanma. No, we're not hopping on to talk about Tehanma or, or uh, the American Joshi Athena. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, Athena. Wait. Is a, like a, a former Ember Athena, Moon. Athena. Yeah, oh, former, former oh. Ember Moon. Her her nickname is the American Joshi. So the American woman. That's crazy. Yes, yes. It's <laughs> honestly, it's so funny because I watched the Thunderosa match and they were like, "Ah, oh, it's the American Joshi, Athena," and I was like, "What? <laughs> are, you, are you sure? Are you sure?" Like, okay. So I mean, I'm rocking with I'm rocking with Ember Moon, but that's that's. That's a nickname right there. Yes, it's uh, it's great. So you know, maybe it's her. Maybe maybe Athena is gonna make the the trip. Uh, who knows? Honestly, of all of the like ex WWE women's wrestlers, I think Athena would probably be the best. Obviously, she, I don't really want any of them. Bear but... much of a resemblance to Natsupoi, though. That's true. That's true. So that's that's one of our our leads. <laughs> you got one in there. You got one in. You got one in. <laughs> you got a good one, buddy. You got a good one. Yeah, you know, broken clock theory, you know. Um, huh, that's that. Uh, we will be here on Friday to talk about it, hopefully. Um, as of now, it's it's really up in the air. 
some people are are running with the I think it's it came from Japanese fans. There's a theory that there's two announcements. So also my, Ember my Moon has be... never wrestled in Japan. <laughs> of course not. Um, that just is funny. Like I thought she was like in Japan before WWE. No, she has never yeah. wrestled a match in Japan. That's no. great. Um, yeah. So the some people because of Japanese fans are are kind of have a theory that there's two announcements going to be made. So Kyrie is one of them, and then this you know mystery name is whomever you know, like say Sorianu or mm. Tehanma, and then Kyrie is also going to be there. Um, but I don't know if they mm, would do sure. that. It's it's a bit much. Are you eating the cookie? I'm chewing a cookie, yes. Um, it's a bit more stale than I was expecting. Besides the point, I could see that happening where it's like, oh, this is like a whole game of telephone. Um, yes. And it's like, Mayu's like, wait a minute. You told me that it was this person. And then she's like, well, Saya told me that. Well, well, I saw. And then like it goes around and it's like, oh, it's Kyrie Hojo. That's crazy. I could see that happening, um, but that seems very elaborate, so I don't know. It would make the entire roster look like dorks, and I've learned that that is... That is I love that. That's yeah, perfect. especially Saya, because, you know, she would definitely fall for that. Um, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. It uh, should be interesting, and hopefully we do record on Friday and talk about something exciting. Because um, if the mystery woman is Tony Storm, there will be no audio. No offense to, to Tony Storm. Tony Storm and her only flans? <laughs> that was so weird. That was so dumb. Yeah. I felt. I, I felt. Um, let's move on. Alrighty. So on to the stuff to review. Um. So far, there's only one and a half shows up. Uh, I didn't get to watch all of the second show. Um. I watched are, everything that's up. We we are currently in the midst of Storm Dudley here in Ireland. Yes. Get in your jokes about the tables. Uh. While you can. It's coming but, um, in. Yeah, but because Ireland has terrible infrastructure, and until, like, five years ago, all we had was rain, every time it gets windy, everything just breaks. So <laughs> the electricity has been going on and off today and then just comes back, so watching Stardom has been a pain. I did watch one of the matches today, and it took me, like, four attempts. So, yes, I didn't watch, did watch everything. Um, I watched the main event from the first show. Wait, is that the um, only match you watched out of both of these shows? No, no. So I watched all oh. of the first show, and then today I was going to watch the four matches that I have left, but I only got in two. I got one of them done this morning. Oh, okay. That's fine. I was only able to get to the the one after because the, uh, the electricity kept flipping. So. And you're fine. You're all good. Alrighty, but the first show to review is... Or it was on February 12th. Uh, this was Cinderella Journey 2022 in Osaka. Uh, Stardom did 402 fans here at, at the uh, Edeon Arena number two, which, don't need to tell you, very good number, as I'm sure you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, in the opener, Saki Kashima beat Momokogo and Hanan. And uh, I get the sense that you really liked this. No, no, I, I, I wasn't a big fan of this one. I think oh, that their three ways are usually very bad um but this was slightly better than bad it was just mediocre um however there was some good bits so um hanan just beat the shit out of momo which is sort of hilarious um because they're teammates but like saki was just like yeah i'll, I'll be around and then hanan's like okay i'll just kill her now um mm -hmm. also hazuki being like the supportive mother of stars 
not on on anybody's expectation list from when she came back, but I'm here for it. I think that she actually fits very well in the role. Like just like sitting out outside, just like dancing to the Hanon song. Like I'm just like, yeah, that's yeah. I yeah, that fits. Um so shout out Hazuki there. And yeah, the match was okay. Uh Saki won with the My Emblem, not the revival. This wow. is like the first time in forever that she's actually won with the with a move. That isn't a, you know. Uh, flesh so yeah it, it, you know i thought you would have enjoyed it more but uh you know that's okay you know um, actually i really enjoyed the triple threat from the next show which all right. okay. you know you didn't get to watch but sadly um the next match on the show then was himeka and Mika versus wakaskiyama and mina shirakawa himeka pinned waka in just over 10 minutes um this match i really liked <laughs> Yeah, no, I enjoyed it too. Himeka is going for the kill shot. She, yeah. Her entire vibe is just pissed off. Like, you can tell something is up. She doesn't talk that much in the pre-match promos anymore. She kind of puts up with her teammates. But she was going in for the kill here on the other team. Uh, especially Waka. Some of the hits she was getting on Waka were crazy stiff. And then Waka would fire up and just barreling shots into the chest it was it was so good like some of the strikes here were so nice and um yeah there, there was parts where uh did things because micah is still obsessed with me and his boobs don't forget that is that yes. is a long-term thread so they they went from micah being obsessed with the boobs to himeka and mina forgetting what they were doing at one point dude they it was i was like and they forgot i was watching it it was so weird i was watching it and i was like was this like one of those like star wars things where it's like a, a quadruple fake out mm. and it's like it looks kind of stupid when we but when you actually think about it, it's really cool and i was like i am overthinking this that was a bot <laughs> and then i moved on they like it, it wasn't even just a mistake they completely just forgot what they were doing I tried to go back to it and then forgot yeah. again, and it was great. And then, um, and then they moved on to Himeka killing Waka. Um, poor yeah, Waka, Waka looked great. Waka he looked did. great in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, great return performance. She selling her ass off, obviously. Um, I feel bad for Waka because she is one of the best sellers in the company, and I don't think she's ever going to get the chance to not sell. Um, so, like, that's kind of sad for for me as a Waka fan, but also it's it's happy because she's she's great. Um, yeah, so Jumbo obliterated her, um, and mm-hmm. allegedly, Micah stopped Mina from getting in the ring by just like holding on to her boobs. Oh um, my! Okay. Allegedly, of course. <laughs> they did a whole so, thing after as well, where Micah yeah. pushed her by the boobs. And Himeka was looking at her and was like, I saw that. I don't think I did in fact, that. In fact, Micah posted an Instagram story of her and her and Jumbo talking, like a picture of it. And she's and she said, when my when my wife got mad at me for uh, cheating on her. No way. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so that's where we're at <laughs> oh, wow. in, in the in the tale of my Hime. Uh, there is a cheating going on, I guess. Micah is so funny. I, I, Micah I, style, best style, bro. Come yeah. on. I know we say this a lot, but behind the, the, the stone face and powerhouse vibes, she is she is hiding a lot of menace. And uh, it, it comes out every now and then. It's very funny. Um, She's that early days Big E, Langston, where it's like, 
it's like this guy just he has like a sort of he has a sort of sense to him like you could you could tell and like one day she she's just gonna go fucking crazy do you think she too will lust after becky lynch's mother or the next match was the stars team of mayu Iwatani, koguma and hazuki beating team and i'm gonna be honest i don't remember a lot of, from this match and i know exactly why <laughs> when i went to watch this was when everything went down on twitter <laughs> with the fake death so <laughs> oh my god you're the one who made the joke you told me not to make a joke and you I, made the joke. This is a joke this is genuinely i was watching this match and trying to like take it in meanwhile my timeline is melting down over a pretend death. I was like, what is happening? So I don't remember a lot from this match, sadly. Um, no, it's not sadly. It was why. it was literally is literally every single other Stars vs. the time match that you've seen in the past two months. Um outside of a few like cool bits, like at one point Ruka used the box and straight up just like took liberties on Mayu, like JBL style. She just brained the shit out of her. Like I was concerned. It looked like it looked fucking gross. Um but other than that it was it was really just the same thing that you see every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I will say that Natsuko being in the pre-tape and just like talking for a second instantly made a way to tie feel cooler. Cause like it, like it, it's, it's just, I don't know. I feel I'm very annoyed that the second that Natsuko like leaves, it feels like they allow a way to tie to have more personality. Cause it's not like, and like, no, again, I know I, I make fun of kid a lot, but no no disrespect to Kid, but she is not, like, this, like, beacon of just raw personality that uplifts an entire group. Like, they told them to be a little bit more just, like, comfy with it. You know what I mean? That It wasn't just Kid's existence that made them more, you know, charismatic. Rook is one of the most charismatic wrestlers in the fucking company, and she just didn't talk for, like, a year. You know what I mean? Yeah, And, like, the second that Natsuko gets injured, obviously it coincided with other things, like, they allow them to start, like, showing more personality again, and that makes me very upset, because she's, like, Natsuko's just on our level when it comes to just natural oh. charisma. She'll be back soon, hopefully. She's moving yes. around on the leg quite a lot. I'd imagine she's you know, close for a return. It was it was funny, because I, I don't know if it was in this match. Oh, it was on the... I, it was on KBS Hall, so it wasn't in this match. She walked over to Natsupoi during the triple threat match, and like she sort of was like limping, but not really. And she's like got a headlock in, and I was just like, she reminds me of like Jake the Snake Roberts right now because like she's not the most mobile, but she will keep you out there <laughs> and she will fuck with you. Amazing. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's enough about a way to tie then, I suppose. Before um. You go down a dark hole here. Um, also, um, faking your own death is never funny. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> well, faking somebody else's is even weirder, but that's that's a whole other story. Um, so yeah, <laughs> the next match on the show was uh, Natsupoi and Siri wrestling Sayakamitani and Azumi to a twenty-minute draw. Um, this was great. This was originally supposed to be Utami and Azumi versus Poi and Siri, but Azumi or Utami was pulled from both shows at the last minute well not last minute they did announce it like the day before or a couple of hours before um but uh utami wasn't on either of these shows i believe they gave the physical condition line that they've been giving everybody else so you all make up your own mind as to what that was uh this match was great though uh everything saya and poi do is fantastic i am 
really confident that they're going to have a great match at uh, Cinderella in what, Nagaoka. Is that the yes? Yes, Nagaoka. Um, so I'm confident they will have a really good match. They do really good stuff all the time in these tags. And uh, Azumi and Suri, as we know, have excellent chemistry, and they had some really fun exchanges here. Um, so yeah, just this was a really, really good tag match. So if you have 20 minutes to set aside, definitely check this one out. It's worth the watch. Yeah, and everybody knows I'm not too crazy about draws, but I thought this one made everything of it. Like, I feel like there was no stalling. It wasn't... They weren't trying to get to the 20 minutes. They just wrestled and it happened to go to 20 minutes, which is always a good thing in these sorts of situations. Um, in fact, I'd say the next match was the bigger issue of time that I felt, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, yeah, and I feel like Azumi, obviously I, I, I've been upset about the Momoa's, uh, you know, fracture, but Azumi has been doing all she can to make her other tag combinations a lot more unique. So like in this one, her and her inside busted out the, uh, stereo springboards which i like and they just were doing some moves together and it's like i really appreciate that now that azumi doesn't have a designated tag partner she's sort of like you know venturing out there with utami and sai and i'm sure she will with lady c as well to you know make new uh unique tag moves and new you know formulas like that so i, I am really happy about that and yeah, I thought this match was really good. I remember after 10 minutes, I was like, damn, Shuri's like not been inside at all. And then she got in and started just obliterating people, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, Shuri kicked Azumi so hard that it actually made me flinch at one point. Like, I was oh, yeah. like, Some actually, of those like, kicks were crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was actually like, oh, oh, like that, like it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> and that doesn't happen very often, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what it was, but she just felt a little bit more, a little bit more spicy on, on that one. But yeah, great outpost tag match again. As, honestly, this match is a match that I feel like I shouldn't like, but because the wrestlers are so good, I liked it. Because I do, I dislike outpost tag matches, I dislike draws, and I dislike semi main events that go long. <laughs> you know, like, You're but so oddly specific sometimes. I know. <laughs> Oh, they, they they all stem from something related to DDM, um, <laughs> but I thought this was great. So they they overcame all of those barriers, and I I liked it. So shout out to them. Yeah, I must say DDM are like the MVPs of this company because even on a show like this, they had the two best matches by far. It's yeah. it's uh, it's quite quite a feat. If um, if uh, yeah. if Queen's Quest wasn't crippled, then I think can I then I think we'd be better. They'd be, they'd be. <laughs> I love the momentary. Can I say that? And you're like, it's already out there. It's too late yeah, now. Like, there's no, there's no turn back here. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I apologize. Onto uh, on the main Maybe. event before you get even more cancelled. Um, we had the DDM team of Tekla, Mirai, and Julia beating the Cosmic Angels team of Mai Sakurai, Unagisaka, and Tam Nakano. Um, in hindsight, what I really like is when you watch the entrance you can tell Mai is doing the dance but isn't into it at all and i really yeah. like that kind of detail um the match itself wasn't very good i nobody no. i've talked to has did liked you watch it. the pre-match um don't i i feel like i did okay I dude I don't know. dude dude let, let me talk to you let me talk okay. to you all right tam nakano hmm. humble leader of the cosmic angels mm-hmm said you know what my you've been you've been struggling a little bit so uh, i have a gift for you here is my autobiography i think you'll become a better wrestler 
after you read it. <laughs> and in that moment, I knew what was going to happen, and I just thought, why would you stay? Why would why why would you stay in a group when the leader's like, hey, you kind of, you're kind of ass. Do you want to read a book I wrote about my success so that maybe you don't suck anymore? Like, just leave. Like, oh god, I love Tam. I love Tam so much. Her Tam is the best. worst, but I love her. Yes, <laughs> she's a horrible human being. She's just so absolutely atrocious. <laughs> And, like, she got so upset, and I was like, dude, you did this, like, 12 months, like, no, 14 months ago, bro. You did the exact same thing, (laughs) where you just bailed. (laughs) Like, you act like this is, like, a, like, you would never betray somebody. And it's like, this, that's how this, this group, this, that's how it started. What are you, I don't know, man. Tam's something else. The match was bad. Yeah. Yeah. My Sakurai, especially, wasn't up to par at all. Um, no. She has especially when she had out. she had ten minutes of continuous matchup against Julia at the end, and I was like, I I don't want to see this. <laughs> I never, just never put them together again. <laughs> um, Mirai as well. She didn't really work with Mirai, and it's the first time I've seen Mirai in stardom just not gel with somebody. But um, yeah, that's that's. Yes, she never has to do that again. That's good. Well, not never, yeah. but you know. Yeah, I mean, she's she kind of hasn't fully fit in with Cosmic Angels, so hopefully now that she's in new group and is doing wrestling full-time, she can really settle in, because her inconsistency has been very hand-wavable, but, you know, they're giving her attention now. She kind of has to live up to, to the billing. Um, so hopefully she can, though, because she never really felt at home in, in the Cosmic Angels. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like she did, but I, I think... I don't know who would feel more at home in Cosmic Angels is the issue. Like, does Cosmic Angels stop at four? Because I don't see anybody else, like, even, like, free agency-wise, that would just, like, fit in with Kozen. You just wait until the next Actress raid, because um, Actress Girls are... (laughs) I know uh, we talked last year about how Actress Girls was going away, and, like, the, the pipeline of actors to wrestling was going away. Um, Actress Girls isn't doing wrestling, but they are doing wrestling. <laughs> so they they have said explicitly, we're not a wrestling company, we don't do wrestling, it's all entertainment. From all of the images we've seen, what they're still doing is very much wrestling. So um they're I guess they're they're just gonna have to keep picking people up from actress. Um, even though they, they are not wrestlers. Definitely not wrestlers. The company is so strange. Even Big actress Did they WWE know, themselves? Pretty sure. <laughs> it's yeah. like, we're sports entertainment. It's like, even, what the fuck are you talking even about? Even the biggest actress girls fans I know are just kind of like, yeah, we have no idea. I don't know what it is that they're doing. It's they're wrestling. They aren't wrestling. They're basically wrestling. They don't want to say they're wrestling. They're, they aren't wrestlers. It's a whole thing. Anyway, you might see those kind of people pop up uh, in Cosmic Angels if they decide to to take the step into pro wrestling is uh, the main point. Um, after the match is when the good stuff happened. So, as we were talking about before, my Sakurai had a big decision she was trying to make uh, that got delayed because obviously her, uh, Tam and Waka had the uh, time off. And after the match, Mai was like, I've made my decision. Julia, when she attacked me in Yoyogi, she asked me then to join DDM. And today I would like to accept that offer 
don't want to dance anymore. I want to be a pro wrestler. I want to give it all to pro wrestling. And she joined DDM. And Tam was incensed. Tam said, don't you, doesn't DDM dance? And she's correct. That was the that was the one. Like I I've okay, outside of Waka and Mina, I felt zero sympathy. Um, except for then, I was like, okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Cause they all dance. Like Mariah's like the only person who doesn't do any type of dance. Like even Tekla kinda like dances to the ring with her little strut, you know? Like yeah. <laughs> like everybody dances. Because uh, Julia was like, yeah, you know, you don't need to do dancing lessons. You can be a wrestler. And Dan was just, you dance. Your tr- your artist of stardom title winning team dances to the ring. What are you talking about? A-OK um, does a dance. To be fair, though, if I was walking to the ring to series theme, I too would dance. It's it's pretty cool. Oh, yes, yes. Not to. Um, basically, though, I loved this angle. There's so much aggression there. Like, Tam. Yeah despises all of them. Tam hates Julia again. Uh, Mina was really angry too, and I loved seeing that side of Mina because, you know, she's really playful and she does all the boob spider stuff, and that's fair. Being her pissed off was really cool. Um, yeah. Unagi being like the cool collected one just staring daggers, and you know she I wants I hate that revenge. so much. <laughs> um, I hate that Unagi's the straight man of this. Why? Is, how did this happen? She's, she's the leader. Um, oh! What was even better was was the Waka stuff, because Waka was obviously that actually uh, made me sad. She was she was very upset. She was in tears. They walked her out, and she was crying the entire way, looking back at Mai. But I I love that because that sets like that's a lasting image. You're always gonna remember Mai turning on Cosmic Angels, causing Waka to cry. That's going to pay off down the line because they've already paired off Waka and Maya's rivals. You know, they did the yeah. trial series at the same time during the GP. Uh, Maya got her first win over Waka. They've kind of been attached to the hip ever since. Now they've split into two paths and they are directly going at each other because Waka chose Tan's side and I chose somebody else's side. And I'm stealing this from Velkej. But he said that this is the story that they wanted to do with uh, Saya Kamatani and Atsuki Hoshino. Remember Hoshino? Um, yeah. Because uh, that was classic. the whole thing with them. Because Hoshino, Hoshino stayed with uh, Tam in Stars, whereas Saya went to QQ and went against Tam. So now you're going to see that story play out with I and Waka. And uh, hopefully this leads to something for Waka. You know, maybe her first win down the line comes against Mai. It's just really good to see them at Spotlight and, you know, DDM and Cosmic Angels really get something to grab onto. There's a lot of heat to the story. Like, I just really, really loved the post-match angle altogether. Yeah, I definitely get that. Um, Excuse me. I liked it as well. Um, That's good. It made me sad. It made me sad. It it was hard because, like like I said, it's very hard for me to sympathize with Unagi and Tam. Uh, Not because, like, I, I... not because of my personal feelings about them as wrestlers, but just from a story standpoint, it's like Unagi never wanted Mai in the group, so why is she upset? Uh, and also Tam, we've learned it's a Unagi terrible, wants terrible leader. Unagi's whole, oh, you're not allowed to join is, is front, like it's a lie. She does want them to join. Okay, well, she shouldn't have said that in the first place. Maybe maybe Mai wouldn't have left. That sucks to suck. Um, 
but but no like like from a story standpoint like those two i feel very little empathy for um however julia just being an absolute bastard uh to waka made me want to see her get hurt not literally in cave babe obviously but like i was like seething at that i was like oh you're a piece of shit don't you talk to waka like that she doesn't deserve this um so like i'm split because like fuck ddm but also who the fuck would want to stay with kozen so it's kind of cool i actually kind of like that because this is the first time that i even feel like remotely like attached to cosmic angels mm-hmm. in any way you know so they did a good job with that you know and obviously i'm a, I'm a ddm guy but like i i respect the way they did that because um as you can tell by the way i'm talking about it i like to get worked and by worked, I mean just be able to, you know, indulge myself in such a way. And I feel like they did a good job with that. So shout out to them. It was a really well done, uh, you know, entire post-match. Mm-hmm. Also, they might change her name, which yeah. I think they should probably name change it to Sakurai. Mm-hmm. So there's not like six M's in the group. Obviously, it's not literally six, but you go with me. Yeah, they already have trouble doing the Micah and Mirai together. Um, yeah. With Natsupoi and stuff, so... And Sakurai's kind of a cool name. Like, just Sakurai. Yeah, definitely. I, I it's could... a lot better than Mai. I think Mai would yeah. just be a bit lame. Just to change it Especially considering Micah is just called Mai half the time. Yeah, that's true. That's Mahime like your... and Mahime Poi. And yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Like, the angle was great. Um, and it, it really does make you sympathize with Waka. They've done a fantastic job with Waka of putting her as, as the real lovable baby face of the roster and you know that's kind of an important role to have especially with jungle kiona not here anymore because that was always kiona's thing was she was always the very sympathetic baby face and now you've yep. slot waka in there um waka really just slid right into the place that atsuki hoshino had because that was what hoshino's whole thing was so you know they've got very lucky to have kiona be replaced twice and uh, even though one of them had to retire they still have Kiona like sympathetic baby face on the roster. Um yeah, just the the entire angle is really good and I'm excited to see where it goes and I hope that it really does let Tam and Mina get a lot more aggressive and we see a different side to Unagi where she's really serious and trying to get revenge on DDM and stuff like that. Um Julia's enemies are piling up as well. <laughs> this woman yeah. The entire roster is out for her. Like, you know, the DDM Always split, have been. As we all know by now, the DDM split is coming. They have eight members now. Let's not talk about it. Uh, the Let's four of them pose it. on their own to end the show. And Let's not talk about it. Uh, so Let's she just has not that. talk about it. Julia has a Suzu uh, trying to come after her. She has Tam now. With a knife. Again. <laughs> and so Julia just has enemies everywhere. And Momo still probably wants to kill her too. Like, this is... They might just belt Julia up in March, you know, because she has a laundry list of of challengers here. You know, the more I look at the presentation of Shuri versus the presentation of Julia, Mm -hmm. I get concerned because clearly, like, maybe not all of this, because obviously there's things that get thrown in the way, but you could feel that most of this was planned. And most of this was planned around the fact that Shuri is not the leader of DDM. Well, Shuri's the world champion. She's the co-leader of DDM. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel like it. You know? 
so I feel like <laughs> that's the yeah. main issue. Yeah, and, and and that's great. I actually love that type of wrestler where it's like there's emotion to it, but it's it's not emotion for the sake of emotion as much as it's like, yeah, I I'm better than you, so I will kill you if I have to. Um, it's very it's very berserk. Um, mm-hmm. the anime, if you've ever watched it. it, it reminds me of that almost, where it's like just not very like an emotional thing, but there is a lot of emotion to it. I think Shuri does that perfectly, like with people like Azumi, where it's like they don't hate each other for any reason, but if given the chance, they'll murder each other. They'll certainly do that, and I, I appreciate that. But it doesn't make for a great, you know, leader in this sense. So that's a bit concerning. Um, yeah. Man, and I don't want them to split. It's going to happen. Um, I know. Yeah, on to the next show. I was going to ask about the DDM split, but you don't want to approach that. So uh, we'll just leave that there for we'll a little bit. We'll get there when we get there. Yes, we will. Uh, so the next show to review was on February 13th. Uh, this is the at the Kyoto KBS Hall. Um, there's only three matches up from this so far. I only got to watch one, uh, but we can talk about Glass that. Glass is back. Um, I they, thought they missed it last year, but they didn't. They they went to KBS last year. I yeah. totally forgot. Yeah, they missed 2020. I thought oh. they missed last year too. Okay, but yeah, interesting. Um, in the opener of the show, Natsupoi beat Momokogo and Momoatnabe in just over 10 minutes with a La Magistral. Yes. So uh, Momo wanted to fight Momo, but Momo didn't want to fight Momo. So instead, they both got beat up by Natsupoi. And uh, Natsupoi won. So it was good. This is actually a good match. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was one of the better three ways that they've put on in a while outside of the you know really good high-speed one uh, last December. So, yeah, good on them. Fun stuff. All right, solid. Uh, the next match was Hazuki and Hanan beating Mai Sakurai and Waka Skiyama in just over 10 minutes. Um... This was terrible. This is so... Like, Rossi's the worst person ever. <laughs> A stardom who will change a card at the drop of a hat. We're like, yeah, listen, Waka, you, you have to team with her. There's nothing we can do. So sorry did about it. Did you watch it. this? I did. This, I actually quite enjoyed a lot of what they did here. I, I didn't, but I got it. You know what I yeah. mean? Where it's like, I was like, okay, after a while, sort of like the, the novelty of like the, oh, dragging her by the hair to get the tag, like Great. was fun. Until the end. After a while, I was just like, okay, like it just it it felt like it was getting in the way of an actual good match, but that's fine because it was a story match and that I I don't expect much more from it. Uh, It was fun though. Yeah, I mean, I I liked that. um, Waka really showed a lot of Waka sold it nerve. Yeah, she she really came out of her shell in this one. Like she was clearly angry and she was gonna get her way. And it's a different side to her, and obviously we're not going to see it every time, but it's nice to know that she can, if needs be, flip that switch and just go, alright, listen, you turned on me, I'm going to reef you by this hair, I'm going to tag myself in, and you're going to get out. I'm here for that. Um, They were never going to win, but that wasn't really the point. It was all about new presentation of Mai and how Waka was going to play off that, and I'm really interested to see how that continues uh, whenever they get in the ring together. Um, yeah, like, uh, Hazuki was good at keeping things together on her end. So, yeah, played to Hazuki. And um, I can understand not thinking this is a, a good match, but I thought the 
that's what they did with it, and the interactions between the different characters at play were just very interesting and made it stand out a bit more from just being a standard undercard tag. No, I, I agree. Also, it's kind of funny. Waka took the L uh, off the Michinoku driver, mm-hmm. too, from Hazuki. And I still felt like Mai was the loser here. Like, I don't know why, but, like, Mai just felt like, 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 it felt, like, Waka felt like she upclassed Mai in some way. I don't know where or why. (laughs) Well, yes, yes, that is true. Waka is a better wrestler than Mai, but, like, I don't know. I was just, like, like, I don't know. Mai just walked off, like, you know, with her, with her jacket out, just like, man, fuck you guys. I was like, you're, you're lame, bro. (laughs) Like, I don't know. That was just funny to me. Waka Waka took the beating like a like a champ. She did, and I will say that um I like that they had Waka take the pin because that continues the whole Mai is better thing, and Mai can be moody about the fact that she didn't get pinned, and I think that's a really interesting thing to to continue. And I did love her just grabbing her jacket and sulking off afterwards. Um, yes. Yeah, just a lot of good stuff at play there. Uh, pay attention. Keep going. Keep paying attention to the Waka losses they are seemingly important here and uh, they continue to present levels here that my is above waka and uh whether you like that or not it eventually will play out pay off you know down the line for for waka so um yeah the next I match hope. the next match on the card is sai kamatani and azumi beating starlight kid and ruaka uh azumi beat ruaka with the numero uno in a, a shade Based. under 11 minutes yeah, this was a fine match. Um, I, I tweeted this. I feel like Oedotar are at their best when it's like two on twos. Because um, I feel like their three on threes and four on fours sort of um, have bled into each other, where it's like they're all the same match. Um, obviously, again, not to talk ad nauseum about it, but that's just how I feel about those. And then sometimes singles matches with them feel like there's a lot of interference. I feel like two on two usually they have at least a solid showing, and I thought this was one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and Azumi and Saya have been working really well together lately, so it was it was fun. Also, Kid has a pink mask. It looks really cool. And Rucka and Kid still do the belt clink, even though neither of them are physically holding belts when they do it, and that's hilarious to me. <laughs> like, like, like Rucka looks for her belt and then goes, ah, oh, shit, I don't got one. And then it's like, high five anyway, yeah! It's, I don't know, very wholesome. Um... And that's the last match that's up. Uh, there was also the other also, matches. There was a post-match. There was a post-match. Oh, okay. um, Azumi and Kid talk, um, as mm-hmm. Kid loves to do. Of course. And I was watching it, and I was like, damn, I did not vote for this match to go in the main event. I might have just voted against Azumi winning a pay-per-view main event. And then I watched the post-match for a minute, and I just thought about it, and I was like, I'm fine. There's, there's no chance at all that happens. No. I'm fine. And it made me really sad. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's 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 crazy, man. So, yeah, that's unfortunate. But Because Azumi was like, oh, yeah, I won the outpost, so I have your number, so watch out. I just beat your friend. And Kid's like, wah-ha-ha, it's never going to happen. And I'm just like, yeah, cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, you poor, you poor thing. Um Let's run down the rest of these results. Um, in the next match, Mirai, Micah, and Julia wrestled to a 15-minute draw with Unagisaka, Minishirakawa, and Tam Nakano. Uh, apparently, they all brawled afterwards, which, shocker, you know. 
Uh, yeah, and Mai came out and just started beating the shit out of Tam. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, she wasn't even in the match, yeah. Incredible. Uh, the next match was Himeka and Siri beating Koguma and Mayu Iwatani in just under 15 minutes. Uh, Siri pinned Koguma there with the uh, the Ryuin, I think. She pulled out the big one. The big gun. Oh, the... Uh, the you used call it the Island Driver. Yeah, but didn't she hit the, the big one? The new one? I don't know. It says Flow Flame oh, no. on the website, but I I have no idea. God damn it, Alex. I don't know. She she either hit the Ryuin or the Shushikai, which... She, she pulled out a bigger oh. move than usual, which is, you know... Cool. For protecting Koguma. Shouts out Koguma, yeah. Hell yeah. The bear. Um, the, uh... <laughs> I understand that reference, I get you. Um... <laughs> In the main event, then, uh, the SWA World Championship match, Tekla retained against Saki Kashima uh, in just over 14 minutes. Uh, this is one of the shorter matches on the card, actually, so the two tag matches went longer than this one. So this went 14. Interesting. And uh, Tekla won with the Poisonous Spider Death Drop, so for her. Um, Butterfly Square and Compass. What a move. And that is all the shows to review. Uh, we have three shows to preview because Stardom's schedule is kind of awkward for the upcoming week. Um, first show to preview is on the 20th. Uh, this is at the TKP Garden City in Chiba. In the opener. I think they've changed this. It's it's Sayakamatani. Of course they have. It's Sayakamatani, Hanan, and Mirai. But I believe Fukigen Death was added to this, so it's a four-way. And not a three-way. Death hasn't been around for a minute. It'll be fun to fun to see her. So I don't Maybe. know what the story is there because people have told me that Fukigen is in this and it's a four-way, but on the website there's only three of them, and in the match graphics only three of them. But I don't know. People have told you. Yes, they have. Are these trusted people? Uh, yes. Really. All right. Okay. Um. Match after that then is Micah and Himeka versus Roka and Rina. Uh, so yeah, I think we can safely say that one is a DDM win. Yes. Uh, after that, we have attempt number two at Siri and Natsapoi versus Azumi and Utami Hashishta. So I run that back. Which I I am excited for, but I was also shocked because I was like, damn, they're not building anything in this match. This means it's going to be good. Indeed, it's also going to be a draw. Oh, it's good. Yes, but you know, can't always. You know, I don't. I don't know the the line for. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know what you're going for here. Not everything's perfect. I don't. I don't fucking remember. It's supposed to be the wordsmith. I'm not. You live it yeah. and learn it again and yes, again that. until we get it right. Thank you, Alex. Nobody's Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. I I, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's the Oscar sound. It's like, okay, let's let's wrap it up here. You know, like yeah, I'm, I'm just, playing. I'm playing. Yeah, I got you know, this is this is off topic. I I've realized that like you're like the you're I'm the color commentator, if anything, and you're like the more of the play by play guy. Who was your favorite wrestler in stardom? Because I don't think you ever like mention like a favorite. I always mention Azumi, but you never mention like who is your like undisputed favorite right now? Uh, the memories of Arisa Hoshki. <laughs> can I can I go well, in that, that case? In that case, can I can I can I talk about Kagetsu for a minute? No. Yeah. Um, uh, current roster, maybe Koguma. Honestly, honestly, I 
that is not a bad pick. I think Koguma is fucking up there. Um, obviously, mine's Azumi because everybody knows that. But like that's like Koguma is a good ass pick because I I know people who like aren't crazy about Stardom anymore, and like they'll be like, yeah, I saw, saw Koguma. She seems very cool. And it's like, yeah, she she is actually. That's true. She's pretty fantastic. Um, yeah. Speaking of Koguma, she's in our next match. It is the stars team of Mayu Iwatani, Koguma, Hazuki, and Momo Kogo versus the Cosmic Angels team of Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, Unaga Sayaka, and Waka Skiyama. Uh, presumably Waka this could will actually take be really the pin good. here. Yes. And... Wait, or maybe Momo Kogo. Maybe. I don't know. They like Momo Kogo, so I don't know. I also like Momo Kogo. No. But... No. I could see them need to give Kozan a win. It's fair. I don't know. I feel like you can you can pin Waka and it'll be okay. I mean, you certainly can. I would not be opposed to it. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah. I think we're both leaning stars there. For sure. Uh, the match after that then is the Donna Del Mondo trio of Julia, Tekla, and Mai Sakurai versus the Uedo Tai team of Saki Kashima, Starlight Kid, and Momo Watanabe. Um, didn't realize that my going to DDM would significantly reduce their uh, their in ring output this much. That team is yeah. really not fun. Um, no, every other DDM pair. This match is doesn't sound fun. I'm gonna be no. honest. No, dude, listen. No offense to way to tie here, but I don't know about this one. Um, yeah, we'll have to see. I, I assume DDM wins because they're, they're doing the whole thing. They're they're pushed so. I'm. I don't know. My my and DDM is a like I want to say it's a weird fit, but it's an interesting fit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they would they. I feel like they would have gone for somebody more militant, like like just like a random freelancer that they could have picked up and just you know formed them. I feel like my already feels like somebody, even though she doesn't have a ton of like personality coming out of Kozen. Uh, but like, I don't know. It's it's weird. Still, I'm sure it will get more normal, but it's it's a interesting fit. Definitely. Um, next show preview is on 21st of February. This is at Cork and Hall. Uh, in the opener, we have an interesting team. We have Hanan and Koguma versus Saki Kashima and Fukigen oh. Death. The return uh, of I Love Tokyo Sports. Yes. I do love Tokyo Sports also. Yeah, that that sounds like it'll be fun. I, I mean, anybody can pin anybody here except for Koguma. Koguma isn't losing, but, you know, otherwise, pretty much anybody. Will be fun. Will be fun. Definitely. I hope there's a lot of shenanigans. Hopefully. Uh, the next match... I hope there's a, there's a bear, death, bear, death, bear, you know, like a, like, you know, there's like a standoff <laughs> yes. between the clown and the bear. Amazing. Uh, or, like beat? death gets scared of the bear because like the bear like like <laughs> like oh man there's so many things they could do. Pookie and death is so versatile. She yes. can do anything. Yeah. I I I, I love her. Fury's great. It's uh how yeah. it goes. Um but yeah, the next match on the show is Momwatanabe versus Mina Shirakawa. That was a good match last year. I don't know if it still will be, but it know. might. It could be. It's probably going to a draw. I don't know. Why? <laughs> what other match on this show goes to a draw if not this one? Maybe they could have one show without a draw. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I know. 
I mean, Momo would benefit more from the win, but she also, as we've talked about a bit, doesn't pick up wins herself. So yeah, it's actually really funny because during that triple threat match, I was like, man, I like it felt like Momo was gonna win. And I hadn't seen the result yet. And I was like, this is like the one match that Momo shouldn't win, but she's going to. And then she didn't. So that was good. (laughs) (laughs) So um, to wait and see how that one plays out. Um, The match after that one, I know you're going to be a fan of this. It is the Queen's Quest team of Azumi, Utami Hayashishta, and Saya Kamatani. This is the stars team of Mayu Utani, Hazuki, and Momo Kogo. Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. That's that's dope. I'm excited for that one. QQ over over oh, Momo, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Uh, the match after that, then, is Julia, Mirai, and Mai Sakurai of DDM versus Tam Nakano, Unagisaka, and Waka Skiyama of the Cosmic Angels. Um, I feel like Cosmic Angels should get a win here. Uh, DDM needs some sort of attribution, and uh, I could see Tam winning Mai and just kind of being like, see, I told you not to jump, and I'm going to come for your neck, Julia. This could definitely go to a draw. I think this one might be the draw. I don't know. You have two pin eaters right there. It's Waka and Mai? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think I might go to a draw. Pose? We'll have to wait and see. It's 15 minute or 20 minute? Uh, I assume 15. I don't know. Then yeah, I can go to a draw. Alright. I mean, they went like 25 minutes in the main event the other day, so they could definitely go to a fucking draw. That's true. Uh, the next match on the show, then, is uh, Siri and Tekla versus Risa Sera and Ukane Fujita of Prominence. Um, have Risa over Tekla? Mm-hmm. You kind of, you probably want Prominence to get that first win over, over DDM. I mean, somebody pins Tekla and might even challenge for the SWA, I could see. Possibly. Have to... That could be big. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Risa Sarah would challenge for that because then you'd have to have her lose. That's what I mean. Who who is she teaming with? Kane Fujita. Yeah, I think Fujita can pin Tekla. I suppose. Do you want to do a Tekla Fujita singles match on a Stardom show? Ice Ribbon just did it like three months ago. <laughs> like maybe you wanna you wanna hold off on that. Uh, yeah, probably. But you know, they could do it. I think Risa Sarah like Risa Risa is like the figurehead of prominence, kind of. In, in a way, so you probably want her to look strong. Yeah, I get that. Um, the main event then is an Artist of Stardom Championship match. It is the Maihime Poi versus Hanan, Ruaka, and Starlight Kid, uh, hereby known as Young OED. So, um, it'll be interesting. Um, I mean, DDM are winning. Like, there's no chance they're losing to a bunch of children. Yes. <laughs> I mean, well, he couldn't. I don't know how quick how quickly are they doing the fucking split, man? <laughs> like, um, you probably wouldn't split it. Here, I mean, though. they have a Ria Goku show. Less prominence like interferes, which would be a pretty bad idea. There's no real way. I was thinking just I'm doing fucking a bunch of away to type bullshit. Still, you do you want to do the Furuaka and Rina to have the Aris belts? You know. Yes, they've done it for less. I mean, they used to do that all the time with away to type or not away to type with Queen's Quest back being in the a day. champion. Like I don't know. That would uh, that would actually be kind of funny. I, I would be down for that. Right. I mean, was what? To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, wasn't Azumi a champion at like fifteen? Yeah, but that was like stardom when they were completely devoid of they talent. Were cool? Sorry. 
Wait, easy, damn. You know, they... they okay, they yeah, that's the, true, that's true. That was, that was like 2016, there. 17. Yeah, they had some mean Yeah, that was... Kelsey Diamond that was, and, and Harry Hojo going one-on-one. That was the era of, of Io Shirai just burying every Gaijin and then saying, and I'll do it again! With a really cool, like, bridge. I want, I I want the Red Belt Championship. Yeah. I remember that. I remember. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I know. I, I looked at a picture of that, of that, like, two days ago. Like, because I took a screenshot of Io just being the fucking weirdo that she is and saying, yeah, I'll beat you. I'll do it again. And then she just bridges for no reason. Oh, yeah, that was and everybody's great. like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> like, why is she doing that? <laughs> oh, man. Io Shirai was something different. It was vibes, man. Um... Yeah, we have one more show to preview. Uh, this is on the 23rd. So this day next week. Is that how days work? Yes, mm. yes it is. Kind of. That is the... Six days from now, when this comes out. Uh, so that is the Stardom Cinderella Journey 2022 in Nagaoka. Uh, this is essentially a B-tier pay-per-view. You know, this is... Uh, I've compared this already to, to No Mercy and kind of stuff. No Mercy. Yes. Sorry. Um, so, we have a dark match on this show, and it is a number one contenders match for the future of Stardom Championship. It is My Sakurai versus Rina versus Waka Skiyama. And I could see either Mai or Rina winning. I could see Rina winning because they could do, like, the fun, like, oh, her, you know, Hanan is being challenged by her sister kind of thing. That hasn't happened yet, has it? No. It was... Yeah, that, that Rina's definitely winning them. Why and or why <laughs> Waka and Mai will probably take each other out. Yeah, I mean, like it obviously, it similar to the Hanan versus Ruka match. Uh, I feel like Hanan versus Rina versus Hina for the future belt is a uh, not a money match because like a money match implies that somebody would pay money just to see that match. Not necessarily that, but like it's a meaningful match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, Hina's out for right now. She should be coming back soon, actually, because I'm pretty yeah. sure like exams are finishing up now. Um, so maybe they shoehorn her in as well. That could be cool. Um, but you know, if not, Rina versus Hina or versus Hanan is a cool match to put on the undercard of Ria Goku. Definitely. Do you think that's a New Blood One match? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I can see it. Hanan Actually, yeah. Rina. When is Ria Goku? That's <sighs> late six... March, right? Is it the 16th and 17th or something? I don't know. Is it the 16th and 17th or like the 27th, 28th? Um, let me check because I am on Stardom's website. Yeah. So it... I was about to go there. Easy if you did. <laughs> it, it, it. Oh, yeah. It's the 26th and 27th. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, maybe New Blood. Yeah. All right. Um, the opener of the show then is a future of Stardom Championship match. It is Hanan defending against Momo Kogo. Um, match of the night. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> they do like Kogo, but I I don't I think her whole story is her trying to impress Hazuki and the the higher ups and stars. So she probably doesn't win the belt just yet. Yeah, no. So Hanan retains. I hope she sticks with stars. I hope she sticks with stars. Definitely. I think that it's it's great for her. Until Hazuki breaks away. Um, <laughs> the next. Why do you say these things? Like just to make me upset. <laughs> Basically, yes. Um, the next match on the show is Utami Hashishta and Lady C versus Rocka and Momwanabe. Uh, it's probably a way to tie getting another one over on Utami because they are extending this feud for uh, if their life depends on it. It's. 
Utami and Lady C. Yes. Jesus Christ, man. How many months in a row does this have to happen? (laughs) I don't know. The pacing of this story has been so odd, you know, that, like, they... Like, I get it, because, like, Azumi got injured, and Lady C was injured, and now Utami's been gone for this past weekend. Like, but still, this wasn't, like, it didn't go that far off of plan for this to be so weirdly paced. The the obvious end goal is Utami versus Momo, um, but they're just taking their sweet time to get there for... Um, yeah, like, aside from Saki just being, saying, hey, I, I want to do a tag match, let me team with Fuki again, there was no real other reason for this to happen, it's unless wanted it to, to happen, just... Maybe... So Mayu gets the... Hmm. Does, does Kyrie challenge my Like, oh, wait, 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 you know what I just thought about something? So, the press conference is in two days. For Rhea Goku. Yes. Yes. Do we learn the card in two days? We might get a glimpse at it. I feel like it's maybe more so for the announce, for the for the signing, than anything else. Yeah. Man, if it is like Serianu, man, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> like that's the that's the like you know groundbreaking announcement. Uh, shout out to her, she's great. But no, that, that would just be funny. Um, yes. Because, like, maybe this leads to, like, Mayu versus Tam again, the first day of Rio Goku. Yeah. Like, I could see that, you know. But maybe it leads to something in that sort of sense. Yeah. But see, I would have thought Tam would be... Reason. I would have thought Tam would be busy with DDM at, uh... Or at the very least, Julia during uh, Rio Goku. But Julia's booked up Rio Goku, man. She has prominence yeah. and the title match. As I said, she has so many enemies. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot happening. Uh, yeah, I don't know then. That'll be difficult. Um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see there. Um, I presume Mayu and Tam will win. That seems like a, a, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, next match on the card. I don't know if it's going to stay like this because it's so high in the vote, but it is meant to be Starlight Kid versus Azumi for the, for the high-speed belt. Um... There's obviously there's a lot of history here that uh really adds to this match. You know, anybody who knows Kid and Azumi, they were they're always considered rivals. They're like generational rivals just because they were similar age. They were coming through. They had one tag league run at the age of like yes. fifteen. <laughs> yeah, Classic. and then you know they both split off, and you know Kid was the the baby face the representative of everything that's good and Azumi was the cheeky the renegade know, calling type. everybody old uh, perfectionist and QQ and so they were obviously they were polar opposites always very easy to put against each other and they both went in search of the high speed belt and it was I'm going to win the high speed belt before you and it was Azumi who won it first she beat Kid to that now Kid is obviously high speed champion so they're continuing their their Career-long rivalry, basically, uh, as uh, trying to ascend the mountain to be the the top name of the high-speed division in in a match like this. You add in the fact that Kid, I don't know if she convinced Momo to turn on QQ or what the hell happened there, but obviously Kid is a big reason why Momo turned on Azumi, so you have that added in. So there's so much history 
going into this match that it feels really important. It's also like I don't see Azumi winning at all, which kind of hurts them. Just I don't know who takes this belt off Kid, but it doesn't feel like Azumi is the one. Maybe. I feel like there's two paths that this goes. Um, either Azumi wins the belt and Kid challenges for the Wonder Belt again, but that means that's like her ninth challenge for the Wonder Belt, and I don't think she wins it yet. So that would be an issue. Um, or Kid wins and has no more challengers left. So yeah. unless like is, Riho's though, coming like, back, like I don't know, like, you know, like there's yeah. not a lot, you know. Azumi doesn't have a lot to do with it either because she won it and defended it against pretty much everybody. So, like, even if she wins the belt, it's not going to freshen things up that much. Yeah, that's true. I think I think the prospect of the uh, of the new blood stuff is probably yeah. where the high speed belt goes mm-hmm. because there's plenty of high speed, you know, younger talent around the Joshi verse. So I could see them going with that. And since Kid is already the poster child of that, I could definitely see that being a thing. Um, yeah, well, Kid is already built essentially to a match with Rico Kaiju, so yeah, I think that should happen. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. It just sucks because I, I don't know what Azumi really does. Like, I, I obviously I am more interested in her future than I am in certain other wrestlers. So, you know, this is a me problem more than it is like a problem in general. But like, if she this is like her millionth challenge for the for the high speed belt, if she just loses again. She can't really move up yet. Maybe Tekla. You know, maybe she wins the SWA belt from Tekla, but even then it's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, yeah. I don't know. Um I think Kid wins. I don't think there's any way that uh yeah. especially considering they left it up to chance that Azumi could be closing out the first or closing out pay per view. I don't think they would have done that. Mm-hmm. Um if Kid wasn't walking away as the winner. Um, unfortunately, but yeah, I think I think all evidence points to Kid winning. But I will be pleasantly surprised if if Azumi wins. I think that's one of the best things is that you know if Azumi does win, it will get a huge pop out of me, and I'll be super excited for it, and it will be a great you know live moment because I imagine the show is going to be live somewhere somehow. I think that's confirmed already that it's yeah uh, it's live. Um. So the next match on the card then is the Ryugoku Outpost Tag Match. It is Suri, Maika, and Himeka of Donna Del Mondo versus Julia, Mirai, and Tekla of Donna Del Mondo. This is a match that was supposed to happen at Cork in a few weeks ago. It couldn't happen because Himeka was out at the time. And uh, they're running it back, which tells me that they want to do an angle. Although I always kind of read that into things, but that... That's what I feel here. I see a prominence angle more likely than like a DDM angle here. Possibly. I don't know. I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves. But see, the thing is, they've telegraphed Himeka not being happy for a while. So, I mean, yes. unless she does something on her own here, I don't see what else they could be doing. Yeah. So I mean, they don't really need Jumbo time. for the Rio Goku. Is this just a normal tag third from the top? I doubt it. I don't know. 
I feel like maybe this is the beginning of the split, or this is where a split happens, or Hameka breaks off here or something. I just... He still has the belts, though. It's, it's the artist belts. It's fine. They'll just do a tournament. They've done whatever. that like a million times, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I just can't see this going down without something happening. On top of it. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if it's going to be like strictly QQ split. Or not QQ. Uh, DDM split related. I think it, something will happen, obviously. Yeah. But I hope. I hope it's not just like a 20-minute draw and they all raise each other's hands again and just, you know, yeah, yeah, we wrestle, woo. Um, <laughs> I hope something happens more than that, but I don't know if they split yet because I feel like they're still kind of doing stuff. Fair enough. Um, the next match on the card then is a Goddess of Stardom Championship match. Uh, Hakoguma and Hazuki defend against Mina Shirakawa and Unagi Sayaka. Uh, yeah, well, Hakoguma and Hazuki are retaining. I hope. <laughs> uh, I mean, they will. Only one defense in. Yeah, but I, I actually went and looked at it. Um, The goddess belt almost never goes past, like, three defenses. Yes. Like, I mean, on, on record, on, on, on statistic. Oh, so. well, yeah, but, like, half of the fucking defense, half of the reigns have gone one or two. So, <laughs> like, I, like, I don't know. I feel like... I, I might I might just be too fearful, um, mm -hmm. because this is like the last uh, duo in Kozen that I want to see with the tag belts. No offense to Mina or Unagi, even I just think they both kind of work better together with uh, Tam. But FWC's winning. FWC's winning. Okay. I just need to, you know. All right. Good. Uh, the main event of this show, then, is the Wonder of Stardom Championship match. It is Sai Kamatani versus Natsupoi. Uh, Sai is definitely retaining. There's there's no end in sight to this title reign. And, um, yes. Yeah, it should be a good match, hopefully. And Kyrie comes out and challenges her for the Rio Goku. No, no. Kyrie. Who, uh, we still have to talk, like, think about who actually does challenge her at Rio Goku. Um, that is up to the Booker, man, not me. So, well, no, I'm not. God, how... like I ask a question and it's like, well, I'm not the booker, so, so, yeah. Like, like no, this is a we're we're we we are talking, we are a podcast, Alex. All we right, have to okay. like infer All things. Right. Like, it's half of what we do. I suppose. Um, Why do you ask know. me who do you think's gonna win if if the answer is well, Rossi will decide <laughs> in the end of the day. Like, who, then why? Then who can? Why are we talking? <laughs> I see I struck a nerve there. Um, <laughs> all right. As hypocritical as Tam is, damn. Jeez, you didn't have to go that That was high. mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, it better be. Um, what do I think? I guess, I don't know. Did they, did they run back Saya and Micah already? I that's could definitely see it. That's too worthy. Like, that's, yeah, you know. I mean, I think gold gen is the way to go. And I have thought so with her since she won the white belt. I was like, oh, so they're just going to run through the, the gold gen matches, which I'm not against, honestly. Uh, and Kid might challenge. Kid and Saya did some stuff before. Dude, they did, and I think she will challenge eventually. But, dude, she has challenged for the white belt like eight times, and she's lost all of them. I don't know if they want to add any more to that. I don't even remember half of those. I just remember the one. Oh no, she challenged twice last year, didn't she? She challenged Julia. Yes. That was a cool match. 
Um, that, that was a cool match, yes. But I remember her challenging a lot. Yeah. So I like, I think there was, maybe... like, a statistic where she's challenged, like, 16 times for singles championships before she actually won one, counting both the high speed and the wonder belt. Well, after the future, you get what I mean. Kid, kid was a, a child for most of that, so you can yes, hand wave it. Um, yeah, I suppose if it's not Micah, I don't really know who, because uh, they haven't been obvious about it. I don't think Kameka challenges for anything until after. I think I still think she's winning Cinderella. Um, maybe somebody from Stars. They do Saya and Hazuki, maybe. Would there be any reason to I, I, That'd be cool. I mean, Hazuki also helped train Saya to a degree. <laughs> I could just run that. The, the same thing with Utami. Yeah. I mean, technically, like... they, they more talk about... They, they talk about, you know, Tam uh, creating Saya, but yeah. Saya was also there for the Moon era. Mm, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a few people that could challenge. There's nobody telegraphed. And... Um, since we don't really know what a lot of people are doing for Sumo Hall, we don't even know which night this could challenge on. Like, Siam might have a tag match and then, you know, defend it on day two or something. So, everything's kind of up in the air there. Um, like, it would be my go-to if you want to do a big <laughs> Sumo Hall-worthy match. But um, I would be surprised if somebody from like, Stars did or even a way to tie. Yeah, I mean, I could see Hazuki. Yeah. She's been protected up to this point pretty well. But then they don't have a goddess belt one of the days. I mean, they could right. always have one the other day. Yeah. yeah. Well, presuming like one of the days you're going to have a big prominence match. So you can you can get away with not having a money match there. I mean, they're already going to have the Mai versus Shuri and the Julia versus Shuri matches. So there's yeah. always going to be a money match. Have those. And then if, if the return is Kyrie, that's another set of big matches taken already. So you can you can do without some of the, the lower down titles. One yeah. Of the days. I, I, Hazuki or Micah is challenging Saya. All right. And then Jumbo will probably come later on. Jumbo should win Cinderella. I know I said that already, I, but it would. I, I agree. You know, actually, I I thought about it, and last year I predicted that, or my fancy booking was, oh, Jumbo wins Cinderella next year. Yeah. And I still stick by that. I think that'd be, uh, the best way to go with it. Because she could really use a singles a singles match, like a singles title match. Because I saw a statistic that's like it's been like four hundred days since she's challenged yeah. for a single belt. See, part of me insane. thinks that's a good plan because they. They want to protect her from big singles losses because I think yeah. they see a lot in in Himeka, so you don't want her just losing random tile matches. So I think that's good because especially since she's had stuff to do, she had the big chase for the 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 artist belts. She obviously won the tag belts, so you know not giving her the singles title matches just means that she isn't losing to to these people. And then yeah. you do want to pull the trigger on her getting a big run, then. Uh, He's fresh. So it's I, I really it's a clever thing. This is a bit of a of a you know side questing thing. It's really interesting look looking at the handling of Micah versus Jumbo over yes. the years, yeah. because like even though they're very similar in that like they're tag team partners and they just overall have been doing the same thing together, you know, for the past few years, like they've been attached at the hip, like Micah feels way more uh, exposed for better or for worse 
you know, like you know what a mica title challenge looks like. Yeah. I don't know what a modern, you know, jumbo title challenge looks like because the only one she like really had was against Julia, and that one was kind of, you know, depending on how you fe- felt about Julia at the time, and jumbo was still getting acquainted, it was kind of, you know, it was fine, but. Yeah. Like you don't know what a a you know fully comfortable in her role jumbo is like in a big time singles championship match. That's really exciting to me. Um, so yeah, I know we're we're getting way ahead of ourselves with her winning <laughs> winning Cinderella and then challenging like you know all of that. But I, I am really interested to see jumbo sing, challenge for a singles belt, even if it's not at Rio Goku. Sorry, that was a big like that was a side quest on a side quest on a side quest. That is fair. That is fair. Um, that's everything. That's that's all we have to oh, yeah. preview. Uh, so that is also that done, thankfully. Uh, we didn't go too long. Uh, Storm Dudley didn't take us out of of uh, commission, as far as I know. So it's come down. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, wouldn't believe, you wouldn't believe the uh, people were making Dudley jokes, which is uh. Just shows how WWE is uh, somewhat mainstream here because people were like making table jokes. It was, it was. I mean, come on, it's the Dudleys. Come on now. Yeah, I hate admitting that Bully Ray has any sort of. Dude, I know. Like, I I hate it. I know this again. You guys can stop listening now, but we're we're gonna keep talking for like a minute. I hate how how good the Dudley boys were because Bully Ray is such a piece of shit. (laughs) Like, I'm just like, why are you a part of such a good tag team? I hate this. I feel like a lot of his stuff is just very weird as well because I don't think the yeah. Dudleys were ever that old school in terms of heat and shit. Like they just people through tables. I don't know. Um, Devon was interesting, about dude. Yeah, Devon. Devon's cool. Uh, Bully Ray was a strange specimen. Anyway, uh, that is us done. We will hopefully be back uh, soon to talk about the mystery lady reveal depending on who it is if not we'll be back at some point next week to to review you know one more point about the dudleys i apologize but when i was younger since i'm half black and half white i did not get that they weren't actually brothers like i didn't like that wasn't like that wasn't like a joke to me i was just like oh yeah they're they're brothers like okay because it's like i you know like that just makes sense to me like i have i have you know brothers that i don't you know see very often that are full black and i i don't have any you know siblings that are full white but still like i i can just i just perceive that it's like oh yeah that's just how you know it happens sometimes and then at, like until i was like 15 when i found out oh that was like the joke oh was yeah. that like they weren't bro- like i was like wow that's wild like i i had no I idea i never thought they were brothers i because they were the dudley boys so i was just like oh they're just dudes cool I they both know. have the last name dudley though and they were yeah. they were the Dudley brothers originally. I was a big ECW kid, to be fair. Oh, yeah. see, I, I say that. I, get to see that. <laughs> I say that as I grew up on WWE CW. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I went back as soon as the network was created. I went back and watched a ton of ECW, and so I yeah, yeah I didn't know that was a joke. So yeah, okay. that's your that's your right. Dudley segment done. Cool. Um, yeah, we'll be back at some point next week to review this uh, Nagaoka show. It's difficult because it's on a wednesday and that's when we usually record we might have to record on a thursday we'll have to wait and see how that goes um yeah so yeah but we will be back anyway then to review that and we'll review the the cork and with uh, the prominence match and stuff like that might just do an early episode next week and do some of the review stuff uh, we'll have to wait and see how that goes we could do whatever um but for that 
uh, for now, that's us done. Uh, we should close the show to stop from rambling. Yes, that would be smart. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Joe. Joe. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY.